0: Hey, it's Travis. Wow, here we are. The autumn of Double Stuff October. The final new staff member. But before we get to the sugary, stuffy filling, we have to get through the crunchy, sugary, uh, cookie part. You know, our regular announcements. We're on Reddit! Reddit! Big thanks to Some Say Cosm for making that. It's brand new, and TBH, I never really see anyone talk about the hotel on Reddit, so this is pretty exciting. If you're on Reddit, check out R The Hotel. While you're doing stuff, go ahead and find us on YouTube. We have an official YouTube channel now, and Season 1 is up there, and a cool trailer, and I will think of other things to put up there too. Because we learn by doing. Check our Twitter and Insta at the hotel pod for links to all that. And since you're there anyway, you'll also be able to see this month's beautiful postcard art by Moss for next week's final Double Stuff October episode, The Raven. They did a fantastic job. It's classic Moss. It's everything you'd want it to be. It's wistful. It's cozy. But the horror bleeds through in a very magical sort of way. Certainly, it's what Edgar Allan Poe would have wanted for a cult horror podcast send-up of his work. And as for our regularly scheduled bonus episode, this is... I am so excited about this one. This artist has been on my list for, like, almost two years. You've certainly seen their work on our Twitter and Insta, or even framed on my very walls parasitic underscore saint on instagram and twitter follow them immediately they did these amazing and gorgeous pieces of the season one guests that i fell in love with and bought prints of and then later commissioned them again to do even more and one day i will commission them yet again to do all of the guests but for now we get the incredible treat of a parasitic saint original piece For the hotel. And if all that isn't enough to get you jazzed, believe me when I tell you the piece we got for the postcard is easily one of the best of theirs I have ever seen. It is stunning. Kelly gasped when she saw it. And it's a great episode, too. Maybe a new favorite of mine? I don't know yet. But certainly you'll love hearing about the manager's big sad day on the ranch. That's right, it took a while, but we are finally doing a cowboy episode. Yeehaw. That is coming out the 30th of October for our patrons. Thank you, Parasitic Saint. Thank you, Moss. Truly an honor to have both of you in our collection. You're both pillars of the hotel community. Hey, speaking of the hotel, what is up with the auditor, huh? Scary, I bet. I can't wait for you to meet her. Bailey Wolf, our newest cast member, had a lot of great ideas for her performance. She was emailing me Destiny 2 links and stuff after our first call to talk about the show and the auditor. I couldn't help but think of another cast member who often spoke about the show and performances through video games. It's Mark. It's Mark Witten. He's our video game guy. And getting those emails from Bailey, let me know immediately... She is one of us. Welcome, Bailey. I'm very excited for everyone to hear her. I'm very excited for everyone to hear her. Enjoy this. Next week is The Raven, and then on into November. Thanks for listening.
1: There is a door, suspending in nothing, that... Cannot lead anywhere. I have passed through it many times. I'll pass through it again tonight. Tonight, I am checking up on the staff. And I am not easily impressed. I will make my evaluations with as even a mind as I've been given. And I will make my cuts with that same sharp indifference. The hotel is a grand institution and for all her forms and (laughs) contradictions. There are none like her. I glide through her endlessness towards the door, hands in my pockets, smiling at her darkness. We never leave that darkness. That is the truth that they refuse. We can step out of it no more than the guests can step out of their rooms. It's all in the hotel. It's all in the void. The void. Impossibly empty, save for the howling roar of eternity's wind. And that wind carries the distant grumblings of a thousand nightmares waiting to step out of the darkness. To assume Shakespeare Vivid and grotesque. To kill and die and kill again. To kill for her. To paint the hollows we carve with the gaudy colors of death and life. Whatever it means to live here. Whatever it means to die here. Hotel policy is clear. No one checks out. One separate. Existing briefly, extinguished and anguished, the private office door opens for me and I glide through, bowing my head slightly in deferential gratitude, passing silently into the lobby. Stepping out of the darkness, I don't bother waiting for the hotel to take her shape. I don't see her shape as the guests do, or even as the staff does. I pass through the door from one shadow to another. Darkness, nothing, spreading out in every direction, forever. Uncomprehending of her truth, I am unafflicted by her lies. I slide across the lobby, a shadow myself, disturbing nothing, observed as nothing. In what I know is the center of the lobby face twisted in mock sincerity, bent over a filthy mop and bucket, the bellhop stands still as a statue. I wind around her several times in a wide circle, spiraling in close. Her gray uniform is pressed, crisp, and completely free of gore. I pull something small and black from my right jacket pocket. I flash my wrist and a short hooked blade flicks out. Delicately balanced between my middle and index fingers, I gently scrape it along her jacket at the shoulders and sleeves, across her hat, down the legs of her trousers. Not a hair, not a crumb, Not so much as a flake of dead skin. She's perfect. I smile even wider and twirl away from her. As I spin, she slowly at first, and then faster and faster in time with my movements, comes to life. She pushes her bucket full of hotel's leave-ins into the supply closet. I fly in. She closes the door behind me. Growling about devotion and service, the raking bucket quickly shrinks to a single point behind me. Just as ahead, a point of light grows nearer and nearer. It glints brightly off the bell sitting on the front desk. Behind the desk is the private office door again, and there, suspended between them, the concierge is post-writing in the guest I admire his keen efficacy. Above us, I could see the guest, not quite dead yet, but wishing it were so. Everything in its place. He, like the bellhop, like the guests, seems dim and insubstantial, a shadow as well, lifeless in this stagnated moment of appraisal. And he, like the bellhop, comes to life and I watch the scene play out. I watch as the concierge speaks to another frozen figure. The rotting creature beside him reaches out with hateful intent. However, we have other works to tend to. In the empty black perpetuity, I spiral around them. Inevitably, I find myself back where I started. In the darkness... Facing a door that cannot lead anywhere the door flies open <coughs> and the last gasp of the erstwhile staff was swept away in the whisper of a dark wind into the void with the rest of the nightmares <sighs> with her i slide against inky infinity passing from moment to moment, each tripping into the next and the next until they dance as one. I could live in this moment for a thousand lifetimes. Perhaps I already have. I soar and sigh because I embrace the truth the others won't. There are no moments here. There is no place here. There is only her.
2: I am here. And you don't have any authority here.
1: Ah, the owner. I've been looking for you. Shall we begin?
0: Hey, this is Travis with a brief ad break. Thanks for listening. Now back to the hotel.
2: There's something strange about her smile. I'm not unaccustomed to strange smiles. Not here. And I don't get uneasy lightly. But this form moves something sour in me. I try to push it away, to ignore it, but... Her white suit fits loose and casual, but the fabric is... different, reflective. Her cream-colored overcoat billows around her slowly, strangely. Her hair is stylish and slick, but pulled painfully tight, revealing the shape of her skull. Below it, her eyes are small, too far apart on her wide face, and at the center of it all, her smile. This is not a face for the guests to see. This is not a smile for them to see. There is something present about the mask, And I know for whom her smile shines strange. I wonder if my smile would look as strange to her. Your interference with hotel operations ends now. Get out of here. Go where you will. Hotel
1: policy is no one checks out.
2: I know the policy. I am the owner.
1: I am the auditor, and you're up for review.
2: I report directly to the hotel herself. No one audits me.
1: She doesn't appear to have any objections.
2: I object. I object to you. I object to power without constructive purpose.
1: Our purpose here is service. We have no power here. I do. Any power you have comes to you from far beyond your petty passions.
2: Try to audit me then, so I can explain my passions to you. I hurl myself at her. But in a blink, she's gone
1: leave the darkness. That is the truth that you refuse.
2: There is no place in the hotel. I cannot go.
1: We can step out of it no more than the guests can step out of their rooms.
2: I shift, leaving her to her mad ramblings in the endless. The endless. No.
1: There is only her now, and you have failed her. No! operations are well in hand. My hand? Chosen by her to be the unseen hand of her will.
2: You are a mockery. An empty phantom shaped by the signifier. A broken mirror reflecting nothing. You and your staff have been evaluated.
1: Your idle paperwork and your petty infighting has been measured
2: and noted. I will not be pushed, filed, stamped, indexed, briefed, debriefed, or numbered!
1: Look at yourself! You're already rotting away! I am NOT INSIGNIFICANT! No more power in your bones than any other skeleton. You cannot kill me in a way that matters. Then live forever. No! Now, let's get to work. Was created and produced by Travis McMaster and Mark Witten, starring Kelly Ninaltowski as the manager, Mark Witten as the lobby boy, Graham Rowett as the owner, Rissa Montanez as the bellhop, Damon Alams as the concierge, Bailey Wolfe as the auditor, and Krista Lewis. Music by Lauren Picorni, West Rodri, and special guest composer, Zach Tatum Drake.